Hey there, it's Craig. If you're applying for a job, find out what you must do. We're talking about that on today's show, the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. Please join me. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I've helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Welcome back. You're listening to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast, and I'm your host, Craig Ansell. In the intro, I asked you a question. Are you applying for a job? If so, you must do this. And that was a bit of a teaser, I admit. But don't worry, I'm going to help you out, and we're going to solve that question on today's show. This week's theme is based on preparation. Before you go on a long trip a vacation perhaps, you likely put a lot of time and effort into getting things organized. Think about it. When's the last time you went on a trip or a vacation? Even with COVID fading away, it could have been a staycation lately, right? You probably put some time into organizing things, planning, possibly budgeting, seeing how much you can afford to spend, what events you'll go to, what things you'll do at what parts of the day. Even if you're staying home, What plans did you make? Was it a time-based schedule or was it just a list of activities you planned to do and you were excited and looking forward to it? Regardless of what it was, a long trip for personal or for business, what if it was for vacation? You likely spent a significant amount of time and effort to get it organized. I think you kind of see what I'm harping on here. So, How much time do we put into finding the perfect job? And that's the question. That's the focal point today. How much time do we put in when it comes to finding a good job? How about a great job? Forget that. What about the perfect job? You know, pay is one of the key points I've heard recently. And you you alone are in the absolute best position to influence your pay when it comes to that. You influence your opportunity for an interview. You influence your opportunity for a pay scale when you apply and when you win the interview. So I ask you, why put limited time and limited effort just to get a disappointing job offer and a low ball pay offer? Ouch, that hurts when you say it that way, right? When you hear it. Some companies do have pay limits, it's true. But that's great to know. Why? Because it's not just a pay rate, it's a pay range we're talking about. The pay rate's a single number, and the range gives you some flexibility. 
I have an episode number 115 that focuses in detail on pay rate versus pay range, and it's a great complement to today's show. So don't forget to go back. I'll put a link or two in the show notes as well. Episode 115. So during the spring 2023 job fair, I had a recent discussion with a multi-billion dollar global employer. And that has been, that employer has been in the Fortune 500 rankings. I asked them, hey, what's your biggest pet peeve? What's your biggest complaint out there when it comes to interviews? He said not only his personal biggest complaint, but that of his interviewing team was that most candidates don't do their homework before they interview. Ouch. Ouch. Today's show is, if you're applying for a job, you must do this. And this is a big hint. This is a big segue into what we're going to talk about. I had to ask him a follow-up question to that. And I said, what's the worst question that you've ever had during a job interview? He paused. He laughed. And actually, I remember him looking up at the ceiling because he was kind of uh, overwhelmed by responding. And he said, here it comes. What do you do here? Wow. Think about it. You put in a job application. You hopefully polish up your resume and you target the resume towards that job and company. If you've listened to me for some time, you know about that. That's very important. We're not in a culture today in 2023 where we have a one and done resume. You can do that but it may not get you the results you're looking for. You should have a customized, a tweaked, uh, an edited resume for each and every job you apply for, even if just slightly. So now you get the phrase, somehow you got the interview, and you get the, the question asked, what do you do here? Well, that just sets the tone for a negative conversation to follow, and it shows you haven't done your due diligence, your homework about that company, about that employer, about the job, anything. So when I talk about targeting a job, think about things, think about this, this job, this company that you're applying for as having a bullseye target and the bullseye being in the center. You'll know this if you've shot darts before, BB guns, bow and arrow, a gun, if you've been to the fair, you're trying to hit the target in the center. You want to hit that little target with all your effort, all your might, get a, a perfect score, if you will. On the other hand, like in this example, talking to this Fortune 500 company representative, if you don't do your homework, you don't do your homework on the company, you don't do your homework on the job that you're applying for or applied for, the message will come across loud and clear. Not only will you miss the bullseye, the target at hand, you'll miss it by a long shot. You won't even hit the target board. You'll miss the entire thing and you'll fall short. That sounds a bit harsh, but it is reality. I've talked to dozens, probably hundreds of employers recently when I attend job fairs, do coaching events, work with high schools and colleges, and it's a resounding message out there. If you're going to apply for a job, be serious. If you're going to put forth a resume, customize it so that they feel you're talking to them, not at them, and that you put your best foot forward. 
many companies are willing to pay if you can provide and show them that you have value. Here comes the moral of the show today. The work you do up front to submit a quality job application will help you. Applying for that job and doing that research helps you do something else. It helps you update your resume. I mentioned earlier, we're in a society where a resume is not one size fits all. It is not a one and done. In the old days, it was create a resume, put it in a photocopier or scanner and press copy. And you'd come back with a handful of resumes and you're ready to go. Just peel one off the top, go up to anyone at a job fair or a job interview a session and just hand it in and go from there, kind of wing it. That's not the way it is today, not at least if you want to get a um, have the best chance at an interview and the best chance at a higher-paying job offer. One of the phrases I use as one of my tools in coaching and also in my resume masterclass, which is a digital course online that I offer, is the tool or phrase with him. You may have heard this before. It's spelled W-I-I-F-M. And it stands for what's in it for me. The thing about the phrase with him, though, it's not about you and I, the person creating the resume, the job candidate. No, it's the exact opposite. And this is where I want you to pause and think. If you're an active job seeker out there, or you're currently working, but always looking out for that next job, that opportunity for a pay raise, a promotion, or a new role within your company or separately, and you're willing to jump ship and go somewhere else, remember with him. There's nothing more important. What's in it for me? But when you use with him, here's the kicker. It's not about you and I, nor your or my resume. It is about the message and the value that you and your resume bring to the hiring company. That is what's going to get you the interview, and that's when it get that's what's going to get you the opportunity to explore your values, your benefits other over other candidates, and have a greater opportunity of being offered the job. So remember, what's in it for me? One of the tricks that I use, that's not a trick, one of the techniques I use with some of my students, depending on where their mind is at and how they approach this situation is, I say, okay, you've got a resume and you've uh, hired me to work with you and to review it and then create revisions for it based on your future jobs that you're applying for. Yes, Craig. Okay. How do you think your resume is now? Oh, it's very solid, right? Well, let me ask you, um, what kind of uh, submission history do you have? What kind of feedback? Oh, I've submitted, in one case, about a dozen applications. I said, um, have you heard back? No, I haven't. Or the feedback was negative or poor. So, oh, okay. Well, what kind of feedback was it? And in some cases, the student would say that the feedback they didn't agree with, but they received was their resume wasn't focused. It didn't really provide value. Sometimes we don't know what that means. And in this student's case, I said, tell you what, take your resume, walk into the room here, the office, put the resume down on the table, and then spin it 180 degrees so it faces away from you. All right? Leave the room, come back, and go to the other side of the table. And now, standing there, you are the hiring company. You're in charge of reviewing this resume. You have less than six seconds 
All you can do is scan the resume visually. You don't have time to process the information. You don't have time to get into the details. What do you see with your resume? You know, the 10,000 foot view, right? Like when a plane takes off, things get smaller and smaller as you start to, uh, as you start to increase your altitude. You know, people become like tiny little ants and buildings become little blips and blurbs. That's what I'm talking about, looking at the resume. But instead of looking at your resume in this example, looking at it as the creator, look at is look at it from the viewpoint of being the hiring company. And I ask you, what do you see? How does it look aesthetically? Is it visually appealing? Is it a mess? Is it structured? How does it look? Are there column headings? Is it all black and bland? What size font do you see? Is it legible? Or is it so packed and dense, trying to get so much information onto each and every page that it's an eyesore, it's overwhelming? These are things that you can do right now with your resume. Put your resume down on a table, leave the room, pretend you're applying for a job, or uh, you know, if you recently applied for a job, think about that company, that role, that position, and come in and just look at your resume standing there, standing over it and above it as the hiring company, and you have five or six seconds, go, and you look at it. What do you see? Is there a border? Is there white space? Is it framed well? Does the content flow? These are the things that are critical just to start out for what's in it for me. If you can't structure your information in a way that is pleasing and appealing to the eye, you're not going to get to the next step of with him what's in it for me. So once you target the company and you target the job, you'll then be able to go back into your resume after cleaning up the structure and the format, and you'll be able to put in content that relates to the company, maybe their mission and vision statement. You connect with them, their beliefs about how they handle things, how they work within the community, if they're a volunteering company, and look at that job posting. What are the key words? What are the key features that they're looking for in hiring a candidate? If you truly possess those things, you haven't yet won the interview. Part of your resume's job, along with your job application, is to win you that interview. Make sure you pull out the value from your prior jobs. Don't just talk about job descriptions. Or in a couple of my students' recent cases, I asked them, it seemed it was a little... A canned, a little structured. And they said, I didn't know what to say, Craig. So I just took the job posting, the job description out of our company manual where I used to work, or I took it offline from, you know, I took it from online, a copy and paste. And I said, here's the problem with the job description. You've copy and pasted onto your resume. Imagine there's two or more of you applying for the same job and you have very similar resumes. If both of you use the same job description, being that you worked at that same role, Neither one of you is a better candidate than the other. But if one of you takes the time to explain the value, the role you played, the benefit that you created or benefits you created for that other company, that allows your future employer to see the role, the value, the benefits that you can bring to them. And you, by, by nature, you would outshine the other candidate who had a boring, bland, generic job description. I hope that helps you see things a little differently. What you must do in closing with today's episode, you must research your company that you're applying to and the job description. 
It doesn't have to be methodical and hours long. Any amount of time you put forward is more time than other candidates have that are seeking for that job and put in a generic carbon copy resume, if you will, a one and done. Finally, if this information seems great to you, but you're just having a little trouble getting started, or if you'd like to work with me on your resume review to see what areas you could enhance and improve for your future job positions out there that you're going to apply to, I'd be honored to work with you. Go to craigansell.com and I have a coaching section. It's Craig Ansell, C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L.com and click the coaching tab. You can work one-on-one with me. I also have digital courses such as my resume masterclass that you get lifetime access to, and you can go back time and time again as you need to tweak or update your resume. As time goes on, you build up your knowledge, your experience, and your wisdom. You may take a career change. You may have an opportunity for a career fork in the road to do something new. Oh no, you need a new resume but you're covered because you have lifetime access to my resume masterclass. You can go from a blank sheet of paper to a finished masterpiece in no time. If you have a resume already, it walks you through the editing and the revision process, or if you need a complete rewrite because your resume is old, it's outdated, it has too much or too little information, you can do that too, all with the same resume masterclass Thank you so much for being a valuable listener of the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I appreciate you. I look forward to your feedback on social media as well as your favorite podcast player. And if you're on the fence with seeking help, try one of my coaching sessions. They're online and you can schedule them now as well as any of my digital classes. God bless you. I look forward to talking to you next week and hearing from you on social media.